Welcome to Keep Going, a podcast about failure and success, hosted by John Biggs. Every week, we talk to an amazing person about a time they failed and what they learned. And remember, when you're going through hell, keep going. Welcome back to Keep Going, a podcast about success and failure. I'm John Biggs. Today on the show, we have a uh, really interesting guest, uh, Alan Jenkins uh, from Harvard Law School. Welcome, Alan. Thanks so much for having me, John. Yeah, so this is actually really interesting because it could it could go honestly anyway. I mean, if you just wanted to talk about uh, <laughs> talk about your failures in general uh, and how you solved them, that's great. But we could also talk about your new graphic novel, which is uh, One Six, uh, which is essentially about the, uh, the January Six riots and, and what would happen if they went the other way, um, and I think that would be really cool to uh, to discuss if you wanted to tell us more about what you're working on. Sure. So, you know, after the in the weeks and months after the January 6th insurrection, I found myself, you know, waking up at 3 a.m. worrying about our democracy. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we, it seemed to me that we had come very close to uh, the overturning of a, a fair and accurate election to really the overturning of our democracy. And that a lot of those threats still remained, the threats of political violence, of anti-Semitism and bigotry that drove a, a lot of the, the insurrection, and also some of the political threats, uh, the attempts to you know, insert uh, fake electors and, and to really uh, subvert our uh, electoral process. And you know, I love comic books and I love democracy. And so it seemed to me that uh, a comic book would be a great way to reach a broad audience uh, to kind of ring the alarm bells, but also hopefully to engage and, you know, maybe entertain as well. And so I reached out to uh, my now co-writer, Gan Golan, who is uh, a, a New York Times award-winning, uh, best-selling graphic novelist himself in his past work. And we found an amazing uh, illustrator, Will Rosado, who comes from, you know, DC and, and Marvel, comic book universes and you know we were off to the races and it's it's um gotten a lot of attention which was one of our goals but also i think reached a lot of folks who maybe don't have the time to you know read the house january 6th committee's 800 plus page report or to be glued to you know to news uh cable news stations but who also care about our democracy and and want to take action so it's out now it's on amazon wow so all right, so let's talk a little bit about this. You've you have you have a legal background, and you've and you've studied democracy uh, extensively, written about um, bigotry, racism, etc. I mean, we could argue it's the it's part of the the uh, crux of American history to a degree. Would you argue that January sixth was a failure? Would you argue that? That all of what's happening right now is the reaction to a failure, or is it a, uh, or is it a different animal? John, do you mean whether the insurrection has failed or whether our democracy failed? I think whether the insurrection has failed. I, I can't. I can't uh, agree with the premise that democracy has failed per se. I can agree that to the premise that misinformation has broken democracy to a degree that's uh, unconscionable. But I think there's still going to be a mass of humanity who doesn't want COVID misinformation and doesn't believe that lizards uh, are running the world. So 
<laughs> I, that's that's my hope, right? I mean, that's that's yeah. our that's our dream. Um, so so let's talk I, a little bit more about the uh, insurrection. Yeah. So thanks. I just wanted to make sure I understood your question. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, certainly at at one level, the insurrection has failed. Uh, you know, and it's important. We talked to a lot of journalists and people who were on the scene and others. And one of the more chilling things that many of them said to us was, "Look, the physical violence on January sixth was the last ditch effort after all of the other efforts at political intimidation had failed." Uh, you know, after the fake electors uh, that were sent to important swing states uh, to, you know, claim that President Trump had had won uh, when he had not, uh, were, uh, you know, discovered and rejected after, uh, you know, the arm twisting that President, then President Trump did of, of local officials and state officials in, you know, Arizona and elsewhere, after that had failed, after Vice President Pence had refused to unlawfully, uh, you know, not certify the the election on behalf of of now President Biden. After all of that failed, then was the resort to violence, mm-hmm. and so the violence was, uh, you know, failed to prevent. It delayed, successfully delayed, but failed to prevent the, um, you know, the the certification of the election. And so, at that level, all those things were failures. But you know, a lot of uh, analysts say that was really a dry run. It was a rehearsal that uh, it's helped to build the ranks of uh, anti-democratic forces and militias and others that, you know, we see the ramp up of political violence. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband, for example, was attacked uh, and brutally uh, beaten for what appears to be uh, political reasons and and election denial. Uh, As you noted, uh, we've seen a rise in misinformation, uh, especially you know on Twitter as it's disassembled. Elon Musk has disassembled the, some of the protections, uh, and so you know it's too early to tell whether in the long term, and by the long term I just mean a couple of years, uh, this is going to add up to a, a failure for the insurrectionists or just practice. Mm-hmm. So. Based on your based on your experience and based on your education uh, and study research, have we seen this sort of thing before in American history uh, and American life? Um, it feels like it feels like history is rhyming here. I think there's I think there's been plenty of examples of of grassroots, uh, I guess you could say, conservative insurrections, but they just haven't been to the scale of people scaling scaling uh, Capitol Hill walls, etc. Well, that's right. I mean, just a, a few days ago, or a few days before we're recording this uh, this podcast episode, uh, m- multiple members of the Proud Boys were convicted of seditious conspiracy. That seditious conspiracy law arises from the context of the Civil War uh, and the immediate aftermath, where you had, you know, the former slaveholding Confederates uh, attacking Union forces and trying to bring down. Uh, the union, the, the government. And so, you know, that's why those laws were passed in the first place and they've been amended and changed over the years. Uh, but they've been other efforts along the way. People often forget um, or aren't even aware of the Oklahoma City bombings, which, you know, after mm-hmm. 9-11, really the, the most deadly and, and catastrophic uh, you know, terrorist acts on U.S. soil. And that was done by um, anti-government 
you know, right-wing forces. Uh, and we've seen other efforts. So it's, it's not new, uh, unfortunately. Uh, what we haven't seen in modern times is that confluence of, uh, of effects. And also, honestly, support by uh, politicians. Uh, you know, there were a bunch of bra- very brave politicians of both parties who stood up and insisted on our democratic process. And that's why um, we are where we are today. But, uh, you know, for example, there's over 150 election deniers in the U.S. Congress, people who refuse to certify uh, Joe Biden's full, fair and accurate uh, election. They're still serving. We actually sent uh, 150 of them copies of our comic book. Because uh, mm-hmm. we think it's important that they reckon and that the country reckons with uh, the autocracy that they uh, tried to help create. Uh, so, you know, again, too early to tell. So, cleaving to the premise of this show, the idea of failure and success, what does it take to move forward from our current position in terms of, uh, I mean, in terms of, the national conversation, right? What what do we what do we do in terms of uh, in terms of battling misinformation, uh, trying to convert people who are, have essentially gone down the rabbit hole with number of conspiracy theories? How do we convert them back to to members of society? Do we do it? Or do, is it possible? I, I think it's possible, and I think we have to do it. Uh, you know, along with our comic book, there's actually a free uh, education and action guide, which anyone can access for free. Uh, it's at one six comics.com. So O N E S I X comics.com. We did it with an organization called the Western States Center. Uh, and that includes some tips. And, you know, essentially, it's important to recognize that, uh, you know, the vast majority of our neighbors and friends and fellow Americans are reachable on the basic principles of democracy, of the truth, of the equal dignity of everyone, irrespective of their religion or their race or you know what they look like, what accent they have. We're all carrying around those values, but we're also carrying around competing values uh, uh, that often are about bias and bigotry or uh, about denying uh, you know, accurate facts or, you know, only consuming the facts that we already agree with. And so, you know, some of the ways to um, to reach folks, one of the reasons why we're doing a comic book is because popular culture is one way to bring people together across ideological uh, boundaries, across demographic differences. I think, you know, one of the things I tell my students is that empathy is is one of our superpowers? That you're never going to persuade or or uh, you know understand someone different from yourself unless you really try to put yourself in their shoes to understand. Well, if I were just consuming you know only Fox News and my algorithm you know driven Twitter feed, uh, you know what might I believe? about the election and how can we begin to unpack that? How can we all, and this is for all of us, not just election deniers, you know, challenge the information that we get, do some more research before, you know, sharing, uh, you know, uh, social media information or or, uh, even an article, you know, actually check, hey, did they research this? Is, you know, who's saying this? Who sent it to me? Uh, Doing that basic background, um, understanding that uh, we, we all do have some shared values and that's 
almost always the right place to start. Uh, so I, I do think there's a lot of room for us to step back from this abyss of not only uh, authoritarianism and, and uh, insurrection, but also uh, the extreme polarism, uh, polarization, pardon me, that we find ourselves in. And I think we have to do it. I think we, we can't afford not to. I mean, it sounds so pleasant and uh, easy when you say it, but I think that <laughs> it gets a little harder, right? Well, sure. But, you know, I've, I've devoted most of my career to, um, you know, reaching out to people of different views and trying to, to come to a common understanding uh, about those values of democracy, of equal dignity for everyone, of, you know, truth, truth, justice in the American way, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I've seen it happen. I, I know that we can do it. Has there ever been a time when we, uh, when we were in this dire of straits? Uh, and we pulled out of it? Well, I think there've been many. I, you know, I think if we think about the McCarthy era, uh, where uh, in the, the zeal and fear of, of uh, communism, uh, cynical politicians harness that fear to have Americans pointing fingers at each other, to blacklist people, lots and lots of people. We, we know, uh, you know, primarily we know the stories from Hollywood and, and talented storytellers who were blacklisted and authors and and writers, but it went far beyond that. Uh, many people's lives were ruined. Uh, some people took their lives uh, because of it. And we know that we were able to emerge through, uh, you know, uh, courageous political leadership, through reporting, journalists and journalism were crucial uh, from, you know, people being willing to stand up and say, no, I know you're afraid, but actually this is just not true and we're stronger together. Uh, you know, that's one example. Uh, you know, I mentioned uh, the Reconstruction era uh, after the Civil War. I can't imagine when we could have been more divided than in that period uh, and, you know, in the aftermath of slavery and war. And uh, the country made great progress in that 12-year period after the Civil War uh, before that era closed. Uh, the Civil Rights Movement is certainly an example where, uh, you know, not only in the South, but especially in the Deep South, you had real, you know, autocratic repression and violence and racially motivated murder and lynchings. And for sure, uh, racism and racial bias still exists in our country, but we were able to call it out, to pass laws, um, to, uh, you know, develop a common understanding that we're all in it together and we all have equal dignity. So we, we have plenty of examples as, as a country of having done it. And I, I think it's not too late for us to do it again. Excellent. Uh, where can people find the book? So uh, on Amazon, it's one six, the graphic novel um, written by myself, Alan Jenkins, and my co-author, Gan Golan. So you can find it there. Uh, we also have one six comics store dot com where you can buy it on Shopify. Uh, it's O-N-E-S-I-X comic store. Uh, and as I noted, everyone can access the free um, uh, one six action and education guide. Uh, at 16comics.com. Last thing I'll say is, you know, if your local comic store doesn't have it and uh, you want to buy it there, it's a little cheaper to buy it directly, please ask them to uh, to order copies. They're available now. All right, Alan, Alan Jenkins, thank you for uh, taking us through a, uh, a walk down uh, some crazy history. This has, been, uh, this has been fascinating. Thanks so much. I really enjoyed it, John. This has been Keep Going, a podcast about failure and success. I'm John Biggs. We'll see you next week. 
Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Keep Going. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening. And remember, when you're going through hell, keep going.